This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I don't get caught up in placing, you know, who I am with what I do. That that means very little to me. So leaving editor-in-chief of Essence to, to be an innkeeper, that meant nothing to me, that I wasn't going to be with this celebrity or this this event or nothing whatsoever. Because those same people that you thought, you know, they love you, blah, 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 the next day when you're not editor-in-chief anymore and you can't put them on the cover of the magazine, they were like, what was that girl's name? What was that woman? You know, so I never got caught up in that. Hello, and thanks for joining us on the podcast where we talk about all things change and transformation. I'm Lisa Oz. And I am Jill Herzig. Today we're going to be talking to somebody who's living a fantasy life. And it made me want to ask you if you have one. A fantasy life? Yeah, like a a dream life that you... Oh. Have you kind of cradle in your mind as Giselle. someday somehow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's so annoying. <laughs> What's annoying about it? like the world's most uber uber model married to the I don't know. She can't eat tomatoes. <laughs> I don't know if I could deal. <laughs> I don't know. That's quite a fantasy life. Yeah. Do you have one? Um, I feel like I forgot to dream one up. It's like I forgot what? to fantasize about being a bride, and then when I got engaged, I was like. I don't know. What's a lope? I mean, I really, like, I had no no ideas. None at all. <laughs> really? Yes. No, like, secret goals? Mm, more time outside, but that doesn't, that's not a fantasy life, is it? No. I don't think no. it is. Well, our guest today is living her fantasy life, living a lot of our fantasy lives. Um, she has a, an empire of bed and breakfast. She is the CEO of Aquaba Bed and Breakfast Inns. There are six of these Bed and Breakfast Inns now. She's the former editor-in-chief of Essence Magazine. Welcome, Monique Greenwood. Hi, how are you guys? We're great. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. So you are an innkeeper now. Yes. I I call myself (laughs) CEO of Aquaba Bed and Breakfast Inns, but for me, CEO is Chief Enjoyment Officer. (laughs) And uh, yeah. That makes it sound 
even more like a fantasy life. <laughs> even more. Well, it's funny because I certainly didn't fantasize about only ends when I was young. Uh, I certainly wanted to go into communications and be a fashion editor and had my sights set on that. And in fact, as a child growing up— And you up, got to do it. I mean, you I got did. to the pinnacle. I did. I did. And so that's when I decided it was time to try something do, new. But certainly growing up, uh, I never cooked. I never cleaned. No chores. None of that. I'm a first-generation college graduate. And so it was very important to my mom that I just be very focused on my schooling. And so everything I do now is nothing that I did growing up. I had to learn it from scratch. How how did that happen? I mean, most of us don't say, when I retire from my really high-powered job, I'm going to go start cooking for people and <laughs> making their beds. You'd- well, you know, I had never stayed at a bed and breakfast until about 25 years ago. And once I stayed in one, I realized that it tied into all of my personal passions. And I do love decorating. I love entertaining. And I had this crazy vision of having a home that I love and a city that I love for each season of the year. And that was a pretty bodacious goal. It was a fantasy, in fact, because I grew up and I'd never stayed in the bed by myself until I was 22 because there was always my sister pushed up next to me. <laughs> and we were always queen-size sleeping in a full-size bed. Um, so at any rate, you know, I thought once I stayed in a bed and breakfast that um, this would be a fun thing to do and it would be a way that I could have actually a home that I love for each season of the year. So that's how the whole dream came to be. So let's back it up for a second, because you were the editor-in-chief of a magazine. It's something we have in common. I was the editor-in-chief of a couple of magazines as well. So was there—what were you seeking to sort of exit that life, escape that life somewhat? Or was it just—you know, how, how, how were things when you decided— I want to change? Well, I was seeking to get a life is really what was happening. Um, mm-hmm. I absolutely loved my time as editor-in-chief at Essence Magazine. It was my dream job. This is the job I fantasized about since I was 12. Essence was the magazine that proclaimed me beautiful as a black woman. I grew up with it on my coffee table, mm-hmm. and I declared that goal, I think, when I was about 13 it's years iconic. old. It's iconic. I mean, I you're be, probably yeah. among hundreds yeah. of thousands of of people who, as a kid, dreamed of that. Yeah, exactly. So at the time, I was really loving my job, but I wasn't loving me. So um, I would, uh, I had one bed and breakfast, and I'd lived in the B&B. So I'd leave uh, in the morning after making breakfast for guests and go make a magazine. And then I would come home late in the evening, and guests would be sitting by my fireplace sipping my tea, about to soak in my jacuzzi. And uh, <laughs> I had kind of a bad attitude about that, which wasn't a good thing. So um, it really just came to a point where I had this extremely long list of things to do, and I never showed up on it. And I knew that I had to make a difficult decision about either either continue to run the magazine or step off and really commit myself to the bed and breakfast because doing both meant that I was lost in the middle somewhere. And so uh, it was a difficult choice, but uh, what really convinced me to make this choice to do the B&B was to really try to create a legacy for my daughter. Um, I felt that, you know, I couldn't leave her a job, but I could leave her this business to run should she choose to do so. Does she work with you now? Oh, this is a continuing battle that we have. (laughs) (laughs) She would like to say that she's following in my footsteps because she's in communications as well. She's a writer, um, a creative writer. Uh, I get her to help out from time to time, especially when it comes to the social media aspect of marketing the business. But other than that, I have really um, ruined my chances, I think, of having her come into this industry. She sees the life I live. She goes like, I want no part of that. Um, So I love it. It doesn't feel like work for me. But for her, this would appear to be a lot of work. And so she's not that interested in it. 
So your first property was in Bed-Stuy. Yes. And it was not exactly a, in good shape. Yes. How, that's a crazy leap to get, oh, there's that crumbling mansion there. I'm going to buy it and make yeah. it profitable. Yeah, I think the property itself being in bad shape was a leap, but the bigger leap was the idea of having a beautiful bed and breakfast in the middle of Bed-Stuy 25 years ago. Um, yeah. You know, Brooklyn is— Bed-Stuy, uh, which is the hottest neighborhood possibly on the planet right now, absolutely. but 25 years but ago. 25 years ago, so. yellow cats would pull up, and they'd sit there for a minute, and then they pull off, and they go, what, what just happened? Where are my guests, you know? <laughs> and they, you know, just were intimidated. Um, a little bit by the neighborhood, but I always saw the beauty in it. And now I'm just so fortunate and grateful that um, I, I had that that third eye. You know, people looked at me as if I had three eyes and that <laughs> they thought that was crazy. But the third eye was the eye of vision, uh, the ability to see the possibility. And I realized that Bedford-Stuyvesant, I got here th- this morning uh, from Bed-Stuy in 20 minutes in the middle of Manhattan. So, yeah. you know, the proximity, the beautiful brownstones, all of that convinced me that this would be the For place to do For all of our listeners, it. you just have to imagine the most idyllic tree-lined streets with these old, beautiful brownstones and townhouses. Yes, yes. And your, and your B&B is like this this jewel in the crown. It is. And like I said, it was, uh, the kids called it the haunted house in the neighborhood. It had been <laughs> abandoned for about 14 years. And, um, you know, it had a fire. It, it had gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. and But I just believed that it could come back to life. And uh, that was a lot of the fun of it. It took about nine months, and we were ready to go and started welcoming people. We thought we were going to welcome people from, um, you know, outside of the New York area who were coming to visit with friends and family who lived in the area. Area, we turned out that half of our guests immediately were coming from down the street and around the corner, just wanted a little bit of high touch in, in what has become increasingly a high-tech world. So we kind of, you know, did that staycation thing 25 years ago when we started, uh, and now it's quite popular. Yeah. Now, I read, though, that the community at first sort of opposed the project. Yeah, the idea of having an urban bed and breakfast was something completely new 25 years ago when we when we opened, and uh, we couldn't find any kind of zoning codes or regulations or anything that would tell us what we really needed to do to have a bed and breakfast in the middle of Brooklyn. Um, so we, we did the best we could to try to make ends meet and to try to make sure we were following anything that made sense, like taking the boot handlers course because we were going to make breakfast and calling the fire department and saying, okay, this is our place. What's the best escape route? You know, we right. want you to know our place and we want to know what we do. So we did all those things, but we did have some neighbors who uh, didn't really quite see the vision, um, didn't believe that we were actually buying this mansion, um, thought maybe that the money came from some uh, unseemly kind of work that we did, or perhaps, Just which was fear. crazy. Just, Just fear. garden variety fear. Yeah, so we definitely had some neighbors who protested. Every time the media came to cover us, they would they had their signs, they tried to get airtime. It was just really, really hard. But uh, now the, the the ringleader of that whole, you know, opposition is like great buddies with my husband <laughs> after they went to fisticuffs. You know, it takes, it, it was tough. So you mentioned your husband because when you take on a bed and breakfast or an inn, it's not just you. It's a family event. Um was there any resistance on his part? Because you were going to definitely drag him in there to help, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, we live in the bed and breakfast, and that's really the beauty of the bed and breakfast is that the guests get to actually live with the host. And um, this is also pre-Airbnb, which is a whole nother story, but um, that's a, quite a disruptor in our industry. But my husband initially thought this was a great idea. We would travel to B&Bs together. He enjoyed it. He's very charming, and we worked together well um, initially. Uh, and he uh, was certainly a better cook than I was. 
because, as I said, I didn't know anything about cooking. So he would make the breakfast, and I would serve the plates, and we'd be just, you know, having a good time. Well, when I decided that I, I needed to have four of these places, one for each season, that's when things got a little hairy because we, we did Cape May, and I spent the entire summer working there, and he was working the New York location, and that, that didn't work for him. When we come back, we're going to find out about those hairy times. <laughs> This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We've been chatting with Monique Greenwood. She is the CEO of Aquaba Bed and Breakfast Inns. And you were about to tell us the story of how things got hairy when you you and your husband started the first, well, your second, it was your second, right? In Cape May yeah. when you decided to move down to the Jersey Shore for yeah, the summer? Yeah, This was the beginning of the empire. Yes, <laughs> the b yeah, empire. Yeah, this was number two. And um, it, it wasn't fun for him anymore to have to do it by himself. Uh, he also felt inhibited by... Um, being com- in, a, in a one property all the time because you're kind of housebound. I love that. I love being at home. There's no place I'd rather be. But he wanted to be out and about. Um, the other thing that became quickly apparent since he was in broad, he's a broadcast engineer by profession, and he was in a union. And so the camaraderie of the team, the, the shop, you know, was important to him. And I don't think he could articulate that, and I didn't see it at the time. But, you know, when you're an innkeeper, it's just you and the guest. There's no, you know, the guys. And there's no break every 45 minutes, you know, mandated break. <laughs> you know, there's no there's no paycheck even as you're starting out as an entrepreneur. And so, you know, if you, you some people see the paycheck and equate that with the, the work that they've done. Um, I never paid myself uh, on the payroll for the business. And so 
I knew I was getting paid in the experience, but also, um, you know, I could take an owner's draw whenever I wanted to or needed to. But that every two-week paycheck, you know, he missed that. And so his mindset wasn't that of an entrepreneur. And so when he got a little bit bitter about doing it, it was clear. I was like, okay, you can't do this anymore. And those are difficult decisions you have to tell people, and, and it could maybe your husband, that, if, that no one's going to rain on your parade. If this is the thing that you want to do, you have to make sure that everybody on your front row is is in it with you. I have to say, I I kind of relate to your husband, and it's interesting to me because we have this editor in chief experience in common. Um, but after I after my career as an editor in chief ended, I I really felt the lack of that um, that team being part of a team. You know, everybody rowing in the same direction and the same rhythm. And yes, the rhythm of a paycheck every two weeks. Yeah. A little, it, it a little bit uh, rocked my rocked my boat. But it sounds like your transition to being an innkeeper, even though it's so different from being the editor of a big glossy magazine, it didn't seem like it was that rough. That's interesting to me. Well, um, there was clearly a, um, a a wonderful bond between me and the other women who produced the magazine every month. But uh, I create that bond with my guest. Mm. Um, so every person that walks through the door is an opportunity to make a new friend, to to touch a person in a special way. And so that's the way I look at what I do. And, you know, sometimes I see people walking through the door. They're very different people um, when they leave a couple of days later. Mm. You know, they're uptight. They've gotten off off the subway, they're sweating, they're up, you know, they're just, and then we just want to chill them completely out. And they leave very, very differently. Um, how, how do so, you chill them out? I'm, I'm, I'm like signing up right now, <laughs> making my reservation. <laughs> well, you know, most of our inns are in urban areas. And so our, our, our primary guests are people who live very high-pressured lives. And so um, the first thing is when you open the door and you know them by name, that blows them away. You know, we, we, we know who's coming through the door. Um, when, when they sit down and you've made them a hot breakfast in the morning and you've taken in consideration any dietary restrictions, whether they're gluten-free, vegan, um, uh, doing a keto diet, I mean, because there's tons of those now, um, and you put that breakfast in front of them, that blows them away because most of us are grabbing a muffin and a coffee. So to have a beautifully plated breakfast and put that down is wonderful. We are listening, and this is where my reporting skills come into play. Um, I'm watching body language. I'm listening. And, you know, sometimes I see couples come in and they don't have anything to talk about at breakfast. It's, it's a very uncomfortable situation. And I will start up a conversation and say things like, so, you know, I'm curious, how did you guys meet each other? And then I take them back down memory lane and they remember, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I do yeah. love this person. Oh, yeah. I mean, you actually good had a reality show yes. on the Oprah Winfrey Network yes. that went into some of those Absolutely. stories. Yeah. What was that like? Well, we enjoyed doing the show. It was tremendous. And um, it was a real reality show. And so they really just um, put a spotlight on what we do every day. And, and that kind of um, intuitiveness about what guests need um, is what the show was really about. So we talked to women who um, were going back to work after their kids were going to school and being um, very um, nervous about, you know, will the kid, kids be cared for, um, being very territorial about that care, not allowing the husbands to partner with them, um, you know, so all kinds of things we, we, we get into. And we get a lot of women's groups, so we do a lot of that introspection. Um, 
And we don't expect that to happen, but what is very clear to me is that when the guests show up, they don't just bring their, you know, luggage. Sometimes they bring a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. And if we like can help unpack that, that's that's really important. Yeah, It's like you're providing a family for people who don't have functional families. You're like a mother hen to all of these people. Yeah, we can. Um, we, we, we meet them where they are. You know, and, and a lot of a lot of us have needs that are not being met. Um, but sometimes you'll get a couple they are so very much in love, and you just want to help spark that even more. When when they go out at night for dinner, you run up to the room and you light some candles, you sprinkle some rose petals, you run their bath water. You're constantly listening to what people say. I mean, just last week we had a woman. I overheard her talking about how much uh, she loved peppermint patties when she was a kid, and she never sees them anymore. Blah blah blah. Well, we spent the whole afternoon looking for those Aww. peppermint patties. <laughs> And they weren't her nightstand when she came back. Do you stay in touch with them after they leave? Like we have a lot of repeat guests, um, and and they they come back. They 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 come back for a tune up. Um, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I mean, it's and it's, it's sometimes you're just walking down the street and you, you go, I know that face, and they're looking at you and they go, Wait, fifteen years ago, Kate May, right? You know, so you're trying to keep up with them. After twenty four years, it gets a little harder, but um, but they stay with you in memory. Certainly, you may not remember their names, their faces, or their circumstances, but you know those experiences are so rare that people, when they're on vacation, they just kind of exhale, and that's Aquaba when you can connect with them. It means hospitality, right? It in means Ghanaian. welcome. It, it means, means welcome. Yes, I think it should mean therapy, <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> something like that. Now, you also have this much bigger property in the Poconos that used to be the Woolworth Mansion. Yes. Yes. And this is like a a major resort. Mm -hmm. This is um, where the reality show was filmed, and um, we've had it now for seven years, and it's a former Woolworth estate. It sits on 22 acres of land. It has a full uh, spa on premises. It has an Olympic-sized pool, indoor heated. It has a gym, walking trails, tennis courts. Um, So most of our guests who come there never leave. We try to give them everything (laughs) they would want. We do complimentary yoga classes. We do healthy cooking classes. So whatever experience we can think of, we do pop-up barbecues. We just had one of those last week. So it's a really special place. And I think what really resonates with a lot of our guests, um, especially those of color, is the fact that they are sleeping in a former Woolworth estate and that their parents and that their grandparents weren't able to sit at the counter at Woolworths. So it's just affirmation of, of what can be and what should be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it um, these respites, these vacations that people take with you are putting them back together. Yes. And it's sort of interesting in the context of our podcast to think about the fact that sometimes we, you know, that's what we're looking for from, from vacation. We're not, you know, we think we just want to chill out and be somewhere pretty, but there's, there's repair. There's real repair that's going on. Absolutely. It sounds all perfect and rainbows and butterflies, (laughs) but you've got to have some like some stories of disaster because even like a home you know things things turn sour it, it can't all be good all the time my home in brooklyn wow <laughs> things go south often well i mean so plumbing exploding right. yes all, all of our properties are historic guest. historic properties and so the maintenance and upkeep is ongoing and you just have to be ready to to tackle it you have your emergency fund for those fixes that you know you need to to have your plumber becomes your best friend um and so you try to deal with those kind of maintenance or issues rude guests. well you know the guests 
I like that part. See, you I do? yes, I like it. I take it as a challenge. You know, I see it walking in the door. Um, I I have what what I call dragons. Right? These are <laughs> these are men who are coming with their wives, and the wives made the reservations. They don't understand for one bit why they're coming to stay at somebody else's house that they don't know. They don't get this whole thing. Um, and so I put everybody on notice on our team. We got a dragon, <laughs> and that means we have to work extra hard. But for me, I go, let's get ready to dance. And so you know, I take it. I I really get off on how do I turn this around? Um, and by the time they leave, you know, they are sometimes our biggest, biggest fans and our best ambassadors, you know. And, and that comes from kind of like, okay, what's really happening here? You know, why, why, why are they resistant? How do we change that around? How do we make them a believer? And that is really exciting for me. So you I, never I get that. overwhelmed? Um, no, I wouldn't say so. I mean, I just, I, I have learned very well how to say no to those things that drain me, that overwhelm me, so that I can say yes to those things that motivate me and inspire me. And so um, I, I'm really focused on that. And so I'm only going to do those parts of the job and those parts of life that, that, that I can really say, this, this brings me joy. So, you know, I really, if I have to clean a room now, I'll do it. I'm not happy about it. So I make sure that my housekeeper gets paid more than anybody else on the staff because I need her. <laughs> I don't want to have to do that job. Well, when we mentioned the, the, what inspires you when we come back. We're going to talk about how you inspire others, particularly women. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We're chatting with the CEO of Aquapa Bed and Breakfast Inns, Monique Greenwood. So you talked about the people that work for you and how 
you support them financially, but you also support support them emotionally. Probably the majority of the, them are women, right? Yes. Um, how do you encourage them to feel passionate the way that you do about about these ends? Well, first of all, I, I, I keep my husband in mind with that whole thing about the guys in the in the shop, you know, that <laughs> team thing. So I'm really um, keen on doing that. So we, we, uh, we're in different locations, but we have a conference call um, twice a month. And we start out talking about, tell me a great thing to happen for you at your property this week. And we let them talk about that. We talk about best practices. We do a lot of staff development. We do a, a retreat every year ourselves. Um, they get to stay at the other properties. Uh, every Christmas, I give them a gift to go to, like a really fine restaurant or a really amazing hotel. Um, because if you've never had great service, you don't know how to give it. You've got to know what that feels like. And then you can then share that with other people. Um, and then I think mostly is, you know, when I when I do my so-called evaluations, we're really evaluating, um, is this job still serving you? You know, what, what, what are your personal goals? How do we help you get there? Um, so a lot of my innkeepers aspire to own their own properties. And that is, you know, very exciting for me. So we're very um, unselfish with anything that we know that we can help to to push them forward. And then when that time comes for them to go, we realize that time has come. And so there's no question of feeling like that they were unloyal or anything like that. It's just time for them to spread their wings. And so that's really most important. Um, so, so you provide tremendous support to your staff. How have you built in support for yourself? Because mm -hmm. you said when you made this transition many years ago now, you just weren't even on the list. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like this is a 24-7 job. So how do you, how does Monique fit into this? Um, you know, I, I'm a work in progress with that piece. <laughs> um, I'm always trying to constantly remind myself. I notice that, you know, dear friends, they seem concerned at times. They go, you okay? You, you're doing, you know, you're doing you. And, you know, so they're kind of reminding me. Um, you know, I, that's a hard one. Um, I keep, uh, I, I keep putting off this, my so-called retirement. So <laughs> my version of retirement will happen next year is hopefully in 2020. And what will that be? Um, it's, it's being more of the ambassador for the, for the, um, for the brand. Um, literally, I am at three locations in one week. Um, so I put a lot of miles on my car, a lot of miles on my body. And so I, I want to be more conscious of that. And that's why I've tried to um, overpay people, train people, because I need to get to that place where I feel comfortable and confident that they can carry on without me. Um, but so right you're going to hand, ask for help at a higher level, yes. hand it over, hand the day-to-day -day management Absolutely. over to somebody else. And the, thing, the other thing that I do is uh, I try to really make the early mornings a sacred time for me. So I get up really early, like 6 o'clock, and like 6 to 8 is my time. And I've been doing that forever. My daughter is 27, and she remembers this since she was three. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was very good because she would warn my husband. She goes, no, oh, not time yet. Don't go in there. And so, you know, <laughs> she would protect that time as well because I really learned um, that you do have to give to yourself before you give yourself away to others. And if you don't do that, then you'll be giving, but with a with an attitude a little bit. You know, you don't want to have that. You want to give with an open giving heart. Giving with an edge. Yeah, exactly. Not Doesn't so generous. Work. Yeah. Exactly. So, you have to give yourself to yourself first. So I still try to work on that, um, but sometimes it gets away from me. But 
that's kind of how I try to balance. So you said you're retiring in a year. What are you going to do? I can't see you sitting. I don't know. I say that. I with just keep saying that. No, that's never going to happen. <laughs> um, no, I want to really have more time with the guests. That's the part of the job that I enjoy most. Um, so I've already worked my way out of the kitchen. So rarely do I make breakfast. I really try not to make a bed. I just want to make people happy. That's the part of the job I like. And so I want to focus on that. No, I'm not going, you know, I'll be showing up at some end every single day. Um, it's just the way I'm wired. Um, we just came from Hilton Head on a little four-day vacation. Um, and I just, I was just waiting to get back. I was like, oh, okay, I'm done. I'm done here. Um, and that's just the way I'm wired. That's so I have funny. to accept that. Yeah, my I husband, was going to ask you whether being innkeepers has ruined going to other places, going to other people's hotels and inns for the two of you. No, um, no I, I love it. In fact, I do that on vacation. I go, let me look up the t- Who's who's top on TripAdvisor in this city? And I'll mm. go by, introduce myself. I love that. I take a busman's holiday or whatever they call it. I I still I love that. So yeah, no, I I think um I just want to do. I'd like to br- branch out into um, a, a line of home goods with the Aquaba brand. So I want to give some time to that. Um, I'd like to write another book. I want to give some time to that. Um, so I won't be retired, but I just want to kind of transition a little bit um, in what I currently do on a day-to-day basis. So what advice would you give to people who maybe are at a stage in their careers where they wanted to leap into something different and are considering innkeeping? Because it sounds really delightful from, from, your, <laughs> from the way you describe it. Yeah. Is it, is it, what are the barriers? Is it is it primarily financial? Is it um, time that's the yeah. big barrier? Well, first of all, to make a change from another career to go into this, I'm going to say you got to replace that fear with faith and believe that you can do it and that if it doesn't work, you just do the next thing. Um, so I don't get caught up in making those adjustments, you know, um, and I don't get caught up in placing, you know, who I am with what I do. That that means very little to me. So leaving editor-in-chief of Essence to, to be an innkeeper, that meant nothing to me, that I wasn't going to be with this celebrity or this this yeah. event or nothing whatsoever because those same people that you thought, you know, they love you, blah, blah, blah. The next day when you're not editor-in-chief anymore and you can't put them on the cover <laughs> of the magazine, they were like, what was that girl's name? What was that woman? <laughs> you know, so I never got caught up in that. Um, I think the biggest barrier to entry into the B&B world would be the acquisition of the real estate. Um, so you typically find people who are um, uh, corporate dropouts um, who go into this because they can take their little buyout package and buy the property or they want a different life and they're downsizing from the big house that they raised their families in and they're buying this other big house that guests will stay in and they have a little cottage in the back and so that works. So it's very difficult if this you come out of school or anything like that and you go, oh, I think I want to own an inn. Um, that barrier to entry is about finances generally. Um, I think the other thing people should think about if they are considering innkeeping is, are you the kind of person that entertains uh, family members who come for a couple of days and you're counting down like, is it is it Friday yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> and you just want people out of your space. Yeah. You, you couldn't do this. Um, and, you know, my husband will say to me, he goes like, you, you're just like always on. I said, when that doorbell rings, it's ta-da. And so that's my new nickname that he calls me now, ta-da. I'm like, that's okay. Uh, I be, It's turn it on. You're ready to go. And so you have to be that person too. You, you, you got to just... 
take the breath when someone calls you at 3 in the morning and says they can't work the jacuzzi. You don't start going with, well, why do they need the jacuzzi anyway? That's my husband. <laughs> what do they, what's 3 o'clock and what do they need? I'm like, what? But that's not the question. The question is, <laughs> let me tell them what button they should be pushing, you know. So you just have to figure out if it's your, your it's the thing that's going to jazz you up. And, um, you know, for me, it, it just works. And in success, period, I just think that, Whatever I choose to do, uh, I'm going to be successful at um, because I've chosen it. And success is subjective, or at least it should be. And, you know, what rocks my world may feel like a rock in your shoe, and that's a good thing. And so, um, but I love this field, and it's a, you, you, you get to live in some amazing places. You meet amazing people, and just about everything's a tax write-off. You'll <laughs> <laughs> You'll never have a full roll of toilet paper, but that's okay because we always take that little end that's left and that goes in the big basket in our bathroom, you know. Plus, you know, so there's some trade-offs to that. Our daughter was three when we went into this business, and so she had to learn to use her inside voice at all times. It's made her an amazing person because she can read people if they're if they weren't you know, kid people when we were raising, and there are a lot of people didn't know we even had a child. Hmm. But she could sense up, uh, let me let me go read my book. Or, I have a theory about why she wants to be a writer. Why? Because I think from what you're telling us, you really draw people's stories out of them. That's true. So she's had this front row seat at this amazing play of people's lives. That's partly true. because you get them to really say what their deal is. Yes. And so... She's a storyteller like you She's are. an amazing storyteller. She tells her story. She definitely does memoirs her specialty. That's sometimes tricky. I'm like, I'm showing up there. I don't, I don't what are you saying about <laughs> me right now? But uh, yeah, I, I'm encouraging her in that career choice again. And she will remind me whenever I get off track and start talking about you got to do the family business. And I've been known to say that. She'll start quoting from my own book, which is called Having What Matters. And she'll say on page 42, you said. <laughs> and listeners, <laughs> It is a wonderful book. Thank you. Well, we've loved getting to hear a little bit of your story. So thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. If you want to learn more uh, about Monique Greenwood or her properties, go to aquaba.com and book a room right now. It's A-K-W-A-A-B-A. I am ready to book a suite <laughs> as soon as as soon ready as we wrap. You. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for everyone out there listening. And thanks to our producer, Alicia Haywood. This was really fun. See you all next time. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late. 
Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com.